and welcome to What We Wrote. I am Esme. And I am Emma. And we are two friends who have been writing together for decades. <laughs> In this podcast, we will uh, go back and read some of our very terrible, very teen writing in all of its angsty and melodramatic glory. Um, and uh, I think hilarity will ensue. Um, we hope so. <laughs> we hope so. Anyway, we, we think we're funny. Uh, we'll see if you do too. Um, anyway, um, Emma, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am a librarian, uh, so very pertinent, I suppose, to the authorship. Um, I am an academic librarian, though, so I don't actually spend that time much time with books. Um, oh. <laughs> I know, it's sad. <laughs> it's a shame, actually. Um, and I've been a big reader and writer for pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, I read the lord of the rings when i was in about year five and it really changed my life <laughs> and i decided i have to be a writer um and wrote a lot of really 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 bad <laughs> fantasy in my <laughs> younger years um and then i met my partner in crime and we started writing bad fantasy, fantasy together, together. <laughs> <laughs> and so did we. yes that's where i come in um so yes i'm ez and um i am a veterinary nurse which is not really at all pertinent to the partnership of writing um but she does the medical stuff i do the medical stuff yeah um and yeah so i don't remember any sort of uh, foundational moments like you do <laughs> Um, but uh, always a big lover of books and reading. Um, I remember always taking a book with me to all the family functions. And it's, you know, you've seen those memes where they're like, you know, when you're a kid, everyone praises you for bringing a book to a family yes. function. <laughs> when you do it as an adult, it's frowned upon. Yeah, I, they don't like it no, anymore. No, they don't like it anymore. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, I think that's rude. So, um, and yeah, same thing. I remember, um, actually, I think my love of writing came from primary school. I had a teacher who used to make us do five-minute writing. Um, where she'd basically just make us write for five minutes and you'd write a short story. Um, I wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think that's where I found my love of writing. Um, and then I wasn't as big into the fantasy, so I, I mm. was a newbie to the fantasy. You, <laughs> you introduced me to that. Um, the delight therein. <laughs> yes, yes. So previously before I met you, a lot of my writings were about horses mm. um, and my toys. Yes. Um, it's important to note, mm. actually, that we are both Big horse oh, girls. Mad horse girls. Um, although we've never written a horse book. We have like, not. We're really horses missing the market there. I know. Horses barely even feature in any of them. But when they are in there, they're, they're very, very accurate. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. And then, um, yeah, come high school, we met. And I don't even remember how it started. No, we... Uh... Well, I think we were actually... No, you know what I do remember? Mm. We were walking into the library... Oh, were we? Yeah. What were we doing in there? I think it was a class in there. Oh, okay. Um, and we, I had one of my stories with me. And you were oh. like, hey, what's that? I remember none of this. I think, just yeah. Just for the Because you remember how it was, there was that bit where you had to hang your bag outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was there. Um, Interesting. And then I think we got to start it because you were like, hey, I write too. And I think that's how we at least figured out that we each wrote that we both wrote yeah i have no memory of this yeah. um as far as i've known we've always mm. written together and it just kind of happened yes well this book that um <laughs> we're going to start with reading you all um is the the first love child um and, and the worst and the worst the first and the worst um 
And yeah, I don't really remember how it came about or how we started it. Um, we did fantasy because you were big into fantasy and I was trying to be liked and pretended I was too. Um, <laughs> yes, I um, I feel like it's important to note that at this time of my life, I believed fantasy was easier to write because you didn't have yeah. to be accurate. Yeah, you could just, you make, could just make whatever shit up you wanted. And that yeah. seemed great. Yeah. Um, Although the world building is a little it's, light on oh, details. Yeah, um, I wouldn't even call it world building. <laughs> Not in this one. I mean, there, hey, there is a map. There is a map. There is a map. That's important to know. It's laminated. Uh, no, that was the other one. That wasn't... This, this one's not laminated. It's just like oh. pasted onto the back of the book. <laughs> but it still looks very professional. Um, uh, yeah, it's we've... written... It's drawn on lined paper. Yeah. It's important to know. We've also... I think this is the pathway of the characters. Yes, yes. Um, and there's a pirate. Yes. Don't you remember the pirate? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> this I, is going to be fun, Yeah, guys. I don't remember any of this. This is going to be just as new to me as it is to you all. Um, so, yes, maybe we'll post that uh, at some point and you can see the glory of our map. Um, it's delightful. Uh, interestingly enough, I'm still... So I drew this map. Yes. Um, and I still enjoy drawing maps and now I draw them for D&D campaigns. But I had forgotten that I used to do these Yeah, completely. she's a map girl. Yeah, mm. I've always been the map girl, apparently. As it turns out. Mm. <laughs> well. So I guess a little bit about this particular project. Yes. Um, it's called Living <laughs> to Die. And it's really important to note <laughs> that it is living to <laughs> the number two die. die. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Nope. I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because there's the two main characters? And they were both meant to die? Maybe. I don't even remember, to be honest. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Which I think really gives you a great sense of what this book is actually like. Um, It's really all summed up in that title. Yeah. So we were, what, 13 or 14? 13 or 14. We can't can't really remember. The the front of the book has gone AWOL, so we don't have, like, we always used to write the dates of when we started them. Yeah. but we've, we've we may not have done it with this one. It, well, was, the it was the first one. Yeah, maybe um, it didn't, maybe didn't seem so important when mm-hmm. we started the first one. Um, little did we know. Little did we know what it would turn into. <laughs> like any good fantasy book, um, ours starts with a prophecy. So, without further ado, living to die. <laughs> The prophecy. (laughs) The destruction of the elven race begins with a murder. The murder of a sorceress and sorcerer's parents. I don't remember this at all. No. (laughs) The sorcerer was blamed for his parents' death. He became hated and bitter. He was then sentenced to a year in the stocks. Oh, not the stocks. A year. The sorceress brought him food and water and shielded him from thrown rocks. <laughs> I just don't even know where to start with this. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> One morning, their cousin came to visit them. The cousin, also titled the Illusion Master, the Illusion Master, the illusion master made an illusion. As you do, as you do. Yeah, as you do. Uh, <laughs> Made an illusion with the sorceress's life as an old woman. Woman. This, this actually does say women, not woman. <laughs> that the whole sentence doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, hang on. Let me start, <laughs> start this again because I'm, I'm not sure. I've lost the, I've lost the thread here. <laughs> um, 
the cousin also tight. I didn't know there was a cousin actually. Um, the first mention of the cousin. <laughs> the cousin, also titled the Illusion Master, made an illusion with the sorceress's life as an old woman hiding after being chased, living alone in the woods. Her powers robbed of her. That makes no <laughs> sense <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> it's complete nonsense. Like syntax error. <laughs> Amazing. This was before word could pick up syntax. <laughs> Amazing writers, we can't construct a single sentence. <clears throat> um, but it continues. A year later, the sorcerer was freed from the stocks. He and the sorceress travelled to Elverdane? <laughs> Elverdane, yes. A small continent isolated from the rest of the world where he designed an and <laughs> elf slavery industry. Elf slavery industry. Like, not just elf slavery, it's an industry. It's a whole industry. (laughs) (laughs) They've got marketing, they've got got Instagram ads. CAO. (laughs) The industrialization of a fantasy universe. Um, The sorcerer became very powerful. The sorceress hated what her brother was doing. Hang on, wait. Were they brother and sister? Yeah, because it was the sorceress and sorcerer's parents. Oh, okay. Keep up, come on. <laughs> I thought the sorceress was unrelated to the parents. Um, okay. <laughs> no, no, I think the, the cousin is unrelated to the parents. Or I suppose they're loosely related. Loosely related. Cousin. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm caught up. It's fine. Um, the sorceress hated what her brother was doing, but the sorcerer trained many elves to become warriors. And when he had an army full... He sent them around the world to bring him more of their kind. Okay. Most of the population has, change of tense, has been caught up and were kept in a jail in Chinchillin. 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 Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> this um, is where the cats come from. <laughs> the sorcerer beat them and oh. trained them and then beat them again. Oh, <laughs> After a while, the sorcerer sent his minions out to kill the elf that had murdered his parents. But once the elves had killed one, they couldn't stop. They were on a mission. A mission to kill. (laughs) Eventually, the elves only came to the slavery for food. They really are like cats. They're just like outdoor cats. (laughs) Also, the slavery. Is that a place? Come to the slavery. To the slavery. Look, there's a lot of things wrong with this. (laughs) I didn't really know where to start. Um... (laughs) Also, I thought the sorcerer and the sorceresses were elves, but no. Uh, no, I don't think so. They're, they're separate. They're humanoid of some description, I guess. Not elf. I guess. Humans, I suppose. Yeah. It doesn't say. Okay. Okay. Uh, it continues. It's a very long prophecy. <laughs> it's a long prophecy. It's actually less of a prophecy and more of a backstory. Backstory, yeah. Yeah. It needs like a... It, this would be at the beginning of the movie, like in sepia tones. Yes, it'd and be like, like the opening scroll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of like the Star Wars fading off into oh, the distance yeah, yeah, kind of yep, context. Yep, yep. Mm. Um, the sorcerer decided that he'd had enough of them and poisoned the food he gave them. Mm. He put a flower in their soup that caused a, and I need to point out here, <laughs> very bad is crossed out and replaced with terrible. terrible. <laughs> so he put a flower in their soup that caused a terrible disease, malad. The flower was called, and he settled down to watch the disease. Sophomac kill every one of the elves. Why did we need to name the diseases? So the flower was called Malad, Malad, and it made a disease called called Sophomac. Sophomac. (laughs) 
Sure. Sure. I mean, I feel like Malad came from Malady. Probably. And who knows what Sophomac is? I don't even know. (laughs) Keyboard smash. Uh, The sorceress hated what was happening and put a spell on the soup. (laughs) Which, instead of killing them, it spiritualized them. (laughs) Spiritualized? It's okay because we explain. We explain what it is. Oh, do we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It spiritualized them, which is changing spirits. In this case, the elf spirits left to go into trees. Oh, I do remember this bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it becomes important very yes, shortly. it does. It yeah, does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this makes and... more sense now. <laughs> I'm just going to say that definitely the Ents and my Tolkien obsession yeah. have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I claim the fifth. Uh, the sorcerer found out and was outraged by the fact that the only way to bring them back was if a magical staff took away his soul. The sorcerer ordered the sorceress to give him the staff, but she refused. So I guess the sorceress has the magical staff. That was not specified, but... Right, Okay. The sorcerer took away her powers just as she sent the staff to a centaur she knew. Oh, I remember the centaur. Centaurs, yeah, in this. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sorcerer. This is the horse girl coming through. Yeah, the sorcerer was superstitious of centaurs, and the sorceress okay. knew that it would be safe there for quite some time. Do you think that's like racist? <laughs> <laughs> is he racist against centaurs? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we said superstitious, but I don't think that's what we meant. Because what if he was superstitious of Like, them? you're superstitious of a black cat. Right. Like, <laughs> you can't be super... I don't know. It doesn't seem... I mean, scared? Yes. Phobic? Centaur-phobic? Yes. Or racist? Mm. Also possible. Um, but in a way, he was happy. His sister was gone, the elves had disappeared, and he saw it as defeation. <laughs> Defeat? Defeat. <laughs> With a question mark. <laughs> I think actually what we meant is victory. Um, well, yeah, because that's the... Yeah. Because <laughs> his sister was gone, the elves had disappeared, he saw it as defeation. But I think we mean he saw it, it as victory. victory. Yeah, because yeah. he's happy. Yeah. Um, okay. Except for four young elves, and this is where our story wow. begins. These four young elves will go through a perilous journey to bring back their race. They will use the power of four, but one will not stay, for one will take the punishment for someone else's crime. Oh, wow. That's like, we thought about that. Um, I actually think we wrote this afterwards. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Um, I have no memory of any of that. No, me neither. So I'm like, hey, I'm actually looking forward to reading this book. Um, okay. So, so, yeah. So it's not called living to die because two of them are going to die. Apparently only one of them will. Well, it doesn't say that one of them will die. It just oh, it just says one, one won't stay. stay. Um, I think it's also, uh, I don't think we actually finished this story. So, well, it's unclear. We'll have to see. Um, we could only find the first book, but there is definitely a second book because this one ends mid-sentence. Yeah. So there, there has to be another one. There's definitely more, but I actually don't remember finishing it. No. I think we quit. We realised it was bad. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Which, you know, when you're, you're 14 and you realise that your writing is bad, it's... It's brutal. It's pretty bad. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, that, that's the... Uh, 
that's the prophecy, um, as it were, or the backstory. It's not really a prophecy. It's not a prophecy at all. Like this last, this is this the last, last four lines is is a, a prophecy. Well, not even not the four lines. Really. The last sentence is a prophecy. It's not even that. It's a blurb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we really understood what a prophecy was. No. Uh, but it's well, something. Hmm. Oh, important to note underneath this. Uh, is written horses rule in blue and orange highlighter. Yes, and also the the the, the prophecy is titled in pink and purple. Yeah, highlighter. Gotta make it pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's, that's that. that prophecy. Alrighty. Um. So it's now time for our what we read portion um which is where we you know read actual books that are actually worth our time um <laughs> published by real authors. published by real authors um that we've enjoyed um so we both read like a really wide variety of books yeah um whatever we can get our hands on basically really. <laughs> yeah when we, we don't really stick to a certain theme genre no once i broke my fantasy habit and yeah <laughs> really branched out after really, that really yeah branched out after about you know I don't know, 14, 15. Yeah. <laughs> Once you read all of David Eddings. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd read pretty much every decent <laughs> fantasy book that existed at the time and yeah. uh, had, to, had to expand <laughs> my By necessity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So uh, what are you currently reading at the moment? Um, so I am currently obsessed with Tamsin Miller's The Locked Tomb series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure most people have probably heard about it because it's kind of going off. Is it? Right. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. This does not surprise you. No. Um, you'll come to find that Ez lives under a rock uh, and doesn't know anything about anything. But um, there's been a lot of talk about the Lock Tomb series. Yeah. Um, and I did the thing where for ages I refused to pick it oh, up. because it was too popular. Because it was too popular. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, oh, it's probably all hype. Yeah. Um, and I finally picked up Gideon the Ninth and oh my God, I'm obsessed. Okay. Uh, it's amazing uh it's how do you even describe this book lesbian space oh. necromancy oh shit yeah okay it just keeps getting wilder okay. right? <laughs> it. um so lesbian space necromancy, necromancy. Okay. yep so it's a sci-fi series okay um set <laughs> in space huh. about necromancers and it's gay I mean, what more do you need? I know, really. What more could you ask for? Um, so the first book, Gideon the Ninth, um, uh, sort of follows a cavalier of the Ninth House, which is kind of the crappy, dilapidated, falling down house that nobody respects. Um, and she gets kind of attached to the last surviving necromancer of that house. Right. And they have to go to this... Um, haunted mansion with the necromancer and cavalier from each of the other eight houses okay. and there's kind of like a, a part murder mystery Ooh, part love a murder mystery necromantic school situation it's wild gideon <laughs> is the best character i have read about in ages i'm obsessed i'm with gonna her. have to, have you got these you're gonna have to give oh absolutely yeah, you're gonna have to lend me these um i'm super gay for gideon <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie she's a butch with a sword she's funny is that inspired the haircut uh no well she's a ginger though so you'd love oh, her i'll love her then yeah, yeah. 
And her her necromancer Harrowhark is a sort of bitchy, hyper intelligent little cow. Um, (laughs) And so lots of fun interactions there. Um, But Gideon is such a himbo. um, And so you're like, the fun of it, I guess, a lot in the first book is just like, there's all these these murders and all these mysteries and stuff going on and Gideon's not paying attention to any of it. And because it's told from her point of view, you kind of don't really know what's going on because Gideon doesn't (laughs) doesn't care. care. (laughs) True narrative. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I highly recommend the Locked Tomb series um, book. uh, Harrow the Ninth and Nona the Ninth uh, are the next two books. And there Mm. is a fourth one coming out sometime this year. And I was gutted when I finished Nona the Ninth and realized that it wasn't didn't out have yet. yet. Oh, that's the worst. So I'm yeah. hanging out for Electo the Ninth. Um, but yes, if you are looking, if necromantic space lesbian sounds like <laughs> your cup of tea and you haven't read The Rock Tomb yet, you're missing out and you should do it. So that's me this week. Cool, cool. Very good. Well, um, mine uh, is a little different. Um, so <laughs> yours is lesbian space necromancy um <laughs> mine is old people murder mystery okay um okay. so yeah. agatha christie vibes uh, kind of yeah so yeah. it's um the thursday murder club uh by richard osmond mm-hmm. um and it. yeah it's i found it so charming oh. um it was just one of those reads like he just has the way he writes is just really charming like oh. you just fall into it yeah um and the murder mystery itself was really really good Yep. Um, and the characters are just amazing. So it's basically um, set in a retirement village. So all the characters are people who have like retired and moved into yep. this village. Um, and then, you know, someone is murdered. murdered. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so they basically form a little club. Um, to try and solve to try and, Yeah, solve yeah. the member. Although the club was already there. So they, um, they uh, started the club because they would try and solve like cold cases. Oh. And then an actual murder happened, and they were like, "Sweet, let's get in on this <laughs> Amazing. one." Amazing, yeah, exactly. Let's try and do the real thing. Um, and so, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they they set out to to solve the murder. Um, mm. And yeah, it was really really well written, super charming. Loved all the characters, um, and I like. I don't. I don't know. I do read and consume a lot of like murder mystery crime mm. um yes media. you're much more into crime than i yeah, am yeah i don't know why <laughs> but She's i am very squeamish i am <laughs> um and you know it makes me sad but anyway um <laughs> to think of all the horrible things people do to each other but um i really hate when like in a murder mystery you have like an unreliable narrator mm. or you know that the author basically just lies so you deliberately yeah, don't you get the plot twist you can't like, set, solve that, it yourself yeah exactly if yeah. i'm reading a murder mystery i want to guess who's done it yeah and you better not just like yeah lie to me yeah lie to me and cheat it out but yeah. um no his was really really well done um there's i'm looking forward to reading the next one's already out and i think he's just about to come out with the third one as well oh cool um so yeah they're really really charming and i highly recommend sweet yeah okay well that is our uh recommendations for this week mm-hmm. um and if you are reading a really good book, yeah. um, by all means, let us know because we're always looking for the next good read. Always. Yeah. Um, oh, we are also both on Goodreads. Yes, um, we are on Goodreads. So you can probably find us there. Um, are you, you're just 
Emma Gertz. I am. Yeah, and, that's, I, and I am Esme Stevenson. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you find people. Do you just put people's names in? I think you do. Yeah. You just search for people. Yeah. yeah. Technology, we're good at it. Yep. Um, <laughs> know how to work the internet. Yeah. Millennial life. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, reach out and tell us what you're reading, what you recommend, um, because yeah, we we love it. Yep. Love a good book and always looking for something, yeah. to, something else something to read. Something else to read. Yeah. yeah. for today um thank you all so much for listening uh i hope you we hope you enjoyed <laughs> yeah we that. hope you really loved this book <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's it's something so um thank you so much for listening <laughs> and um please don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media we are at what we wrote podcast mm-hmm. on instagram and facebook yes at this stage uh, we're not sure if we're going to get into X. X. I was going to call it Twitter, <laughs> but no, it's X. The, the platform formerly known, known as, as Twitter. Twitter. Yep. Um, um, we'll see if it dies first. Mm, yeah. um, um, and it's, uh, if you, you know, you did like us and you think you'll come back, um, feel free to give us a rate, review and a subscribe um, because that will help us um, move up in the charts. Uh, find an audience find an audience yep get other people (laughs) listening feel free to share it out there get your friends to listen if you had a good time um because yeah we'd, we'd love to come back week after week yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time bye bye